Hi, and welcome to the Red Book Handbook Podcast. I'm your host, Cheryl Kramer Kay. Today, we're taking on some tough dilemmas from Red Book readers with the help of our advice guru, Karen Carbo. Listen at the end of the podcast to find out how you can submit your own questions to Karen. The first question comes from a reader in Cincinnati. She writes in to say, I've been married for 14 years to a good man. Recently, our son joined a sports team, and we've become friends with some of the parents. The problem is, one of the husbands never attends because socializing is not his thing. When we all get together, my husband always sits with this man's wife and even tickles her, walks her to her car, and asks her to call to let him know that she made it home safe. I've confronted my husband about this, and he says I'm just starting trouble. Is he trying to make me jealous? What's going on here? Please help. Here's Karen's take. What's going on here is anyone's guess. Yes, your husband could be trying to make you jealous, or he could have a crush on this woman. Either way, the fact remains that the situation is making you seriously unhappy. And don't for one second think that you're the one starting trouble. If your guy's so concerned about trouble, he ought to refrain from tickling, tickling the goalie's mom. Confronting your husband will only put him on the defensive. Instead, simply tell him that his actions bother you and ask him to stop. Say that it makes you uncomfortable to watch him lavish so much attention on another woman. He may tell you you're making a big deal out of nothing, but don't let the conversation devolve into an argument about whether you trust him or whether you're overreacting. It doesn't really matter why you don't like what he's doing. You're his wife, his beloved, and you're asking him to stop. I always say I'm not going to be one of those women who says guys are dense, but uh, sometimes guys are dense. Spell it out plain and simple and give your husband a chance to make you happy by minding his manners and keeping his tickle fingers to himself. Next up, a reader from New Hampshire wants to know, Every time I get my hair done and deal with different stylists, I also have to deal with their questions like, Where do you live? What do you do? How did you meet your husband? I consider these questions kind of personal. I've tried changing the topic or asking them general questions, but that didn't work. How do I get them to stop? Here's Karen's advice. The next time you go in for a cut in style, be proactive. Drop into the chair and say, I love getting my hair cut. It is so relaxing. I just get to really zone out and enjoy the quiet. This is especially easy to do if someone at the salon has just washed your hair, which truly is relaxing. Once you're in the stylist chair and you've communicated what you want, just close your eyes and sigh. Ah. If she starts in with the questions anyway, answer her politely, but don't elaborate and don't ask any questions in return. After a few of these go-nowhere exchanges, she'll probably understand you'd prefer some peace and quiet. Today's last question was sent in by a reader in Chicago. She writes for help with a self-destructive boyfriend. My boyfriend and I have been together for almost two years. We have a loving relationship but struggle with his alcohol abuse. It's not a clear-cut situation. He can go without a drink for months, and he also drinks moderately in social situations. But sometimes he'll overindulge to the point where he doesn't come home at night or says mean things to me or feels depressed. He went to a therapist who wasn't very helpful and didn't believe he had a drinking problem. 
My boyfriend has tried to curb his destructive habits, but ends up drinking again. He's asked me to move to Seattle with him, and I don't know if I can commit if our relationship continues like this. What do you think? Karen counsels. Since you do truly love your boyfriend, it's too soon to throw in the towel, but you should absolutely not move to another state with him and commit to the relationship until he gets his drinking under control. In fact, you need to steer clear of him until he can get the help he needs and stop binge drinking once and for all. On the easier said than done scale of 1 to 10, this one is an 11, but it's what needs to happen. The good news here is that he's already seen a therapist. He realizes his drinking is an issue. Clearly, he doesn't like what he does or how he feels after a binge, yet he can't stop himself from doing it again. That kind of behavior requires attention and treatment. Encourage him to find someone else who understands his situation better and can help. Don't rule out joining him in Seattle eventually, but first he's got to show you, over time, that he's kicked his drinking problem for good. Thanks for downloading today's podcast. If you're in need of some advice, send a question to Karen. You can write to her at karencarbo at redbookmag.com.